Welcome to Old Town New World here in Millstone Pizza in Old Town Rock Hill, South Carolina. I'm Jason Broadwater. I'm Chris Trevay. And we're here to talk about the ever-changing world of Small Town USA. We've talked about a day Remus a lot. We keep dropping the name. We reference it. What it is, we don't know what it is. <laughs> no, what it is, is it's a website. And it allows you uh, the, the ability to identify a property using mapping technologies and identify any, any property and then describe what you would do with that space. So it's really geared around urban spaces. So you identify a building, uh, it could be an empty building or occupied building, and you create essentially a prototype. You create a prototype describing how you would use that space. Could be a yoga studio, a bookstore, a movie theater, whatever you want to create in that space. And then you share it with your community, an online community and your your offline community. And they can like it, they can comment on it, add to it, um, they can follow it, they can share it in other social spaces. The point of this is to basically crowdsource community development. So instead of economic and community development coming from the top, where uh, city council and the economic development corporation or whatever is dictating economic development, we get the input of citizens, of creative and interested people who want to participate. They want to say, hey, I've got an idea. What if we did this in this space? And what if we did that in this space? So the audiences could be entrepreneurs or real estate managers or people who are actually going to try to make it happen or just any person who wants to contribute to the kind of collective development of, our, of your own community. So that's basically in four or five nutshells what a day Remus is. And um, the, when Jason says prototype, what that basically is is a is a little representation of what you would do. It's, it's graphic, it's text, it's um, it's akin to on other sites if you had, I mean I guess the closest thing is, you know, like when you do a Kickstarter and you have your little Kickstarter page, there of course the Kickstarter you're seeking money. Um, with a day Remus, you're more seeking public input and public opinion. Almost um, social capital or, or human capital, right. almost. You build that, the more people that are interested in your idea, it's the more valid that idea becomes and the more legs that idea starts to develop. But, and of course, as far as money, uh, I mean, that's possible, you know, if someone wants to contribute to your prototype, they, they're free to do so. Um, but the objective isn't just to raise money, it's to raise, or it's just to give exposure to your idea. But you represent it in, like I said, if it, if it were Kickstarter, you'd have this little video and all this descriptive stuff. And um, that's just, it works basically the same way on a dairy miss. You have your prototype exists as a, you know, it's just a concept of a building with every, whatever little nook and cranny you want to use to inform people about why this is an interesting idea for the use of space. Um, and to me, one, the real interesting thing about the layout of it that sets it apart from most crowdsourcing uh, sites is that the whole thing exists over Google Maps. So like if you go look at your hometown, you'll see all these little map pins that represent uh, people's ideas. And you can click on it and you can have a little sort of a sketch, a quick sketch of what's there and what people have put there. And you can click on that to pursue it further and see the full prototype. Um, so basically, you know, Google Maps is a map of the present. And I don't know if you ever heard of History Pen. That's a cool website, but that's basically a map of the past. Well, a day Remus is the, a map of the potential future. 
And I think new use of old space is the term we keep coming back to. But let me let me stop this all this nonsense for a second here and say this. Chris, you know your wallet and keys are in that brick wall? Yeah, yeah, we should point this out. So, okay, so now this is when this comes up on our podcast. I have a weird OCD thing about when I sit down, especially in hard chairs like the ones here at Millstone, which are very comfortable, but they're also uh, made out of some kind of hard material. And I hate sitting on something and having stuff in the back of my wallet. It pushes up into my, you know, butt cheek area. And maybe we've got to cut that. I can't say butt cheek area. You can say butt cheek area. My butt cheek area. It's uncomfortable. You can, you can project a picture over a podcast, right? Yes, we can. It will be holographic as you're listening to this podcast. There will be a holographic image of my wallet. So anyway, what I was trying to say before I saw your wallet and keys is that we have, <laughs> we have a guest with us, and his name is Robin, and uh, he's been on the podcast before. He was here talking about libraries last time. But Robin, is, Robin works with us at Revenflow, and Robin's done a lot of work on a day Remus. He's been a big part of the project. And we also have, as usual, holding the microphone, Mr. Micah. And Mr. Micah was a big part of designing a day Remus along with Chris. And so, w- really, we have four voices around this table, even the mic holding man. Because he's, you can't see Micah because he's holding the mic. You can't see Micah because he's a good Micah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't see him. He's behind the microphone. But um, so keep your eyes focused on me. But um, <laughs> but anyway, so I want to welcome you, Robin. Robin, welcome. Thank you. All right, I'm in a few words. <laughs> so, Robin, talk to us about kind of uh, your perspective on a day remus a little bit. Um, well, I think about a day remus sort of as um, uh, a way of, of giving a boost to small towns to help them achieve what um, what bigger cities already do um, in terms of like groups of people collecting around. Um, around old space um, and this ha- this already happens in big cities where like uh, old neighborhoods become cool neighborhoods um, and that's harder to to get that kind of inertia going in smaller towns and I think that a day remus is the perfect tool to help that start to happen so and you know instead of um, there's there's less people but you can still have the democratization that, that normally happens um, so that's that's sort of what I think. That's what I would like to see the day remus have yeah. become. I, you know, it's funny. I, I, what I see happen in a lot of cities when I <clears throat> I've done a little bit of traveling around and speaking to different cities about economic development. I've been real involved in um, economic development here in Rock Hill, and you see this process where you have <clears throat> the kind of leadership, economic development, and bi- private sector business leadership get together and kind of formulate plans for what the city could do. And then we hire consultants, and they create plans and strategies. And then um, we try to get the community to be involved. We try to get the community involved, and we so we have a forum, and um, you know nobody comes, and um, the people who do come complain. And then um, we go and do what we plan to do anyway. We don't get much community involvement, and you know. We've got some good ideas. The consultants have some good ideas. I think we're heading in the right direction, but we lack, we lack just the ability for easy participation from anybody who wants to participate. Have you ever heard of the uh, power law distribution? It's basically it's the math behind the 80-20 rule. Are you talking to us, or are you talking about all those podcast listeners? Yeah, <laughs> nobody answered. Is there not anybody out there? Hello. <laughs> so you're not as good at micing as we thought you were. 
<laughs> so the power law distribution is the math behind the 80-20 rule. And basically, you're going to get 20% of the people working on anything given 80% of the value, right? Well, institutions, uh, before the internet, you know, institutions, you have to hire a small amount of people to do the work of economic development or work of anything. Any, anytime you create an organization, you, can only, you can't hire everybody. So you hire a select small group of people and they do all the work of economic development or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Well, what the internet has allowed is to not sacrifice that other 80% of the people who are only gonna give 20% of the value, but to include them too. So, you know, like Linux, you know, there's a great story out there that I'm gonna butcher of somebody who, um, the only thing they've ever contributed to Linux was this one extremely critical solution that solved some major problem for Linux, you know, that kind of thing. But it's the only time they ever showed up, the only thing they ever contributed. Well, what if, you're, what if you created a prototype for a business you wanted to start in a, in a downtown area, and one person goes to the site and chimes in with one comment like, hey, my uncle actually has a place that does such and such, and that ends up being the critical connectivity piece the critical piece of information that actually makes that thing happen. That's what a day remus allows. So that's what I was going to talk about, the basic sort of commodity and like the motivation to make a prototype on a day remus is, is that what, like what Jason just said. I mean, there's the exposure, which could equal who knows, you know, the, the people who might look at that prototype and say, wow, that's, that's ironic. I know this, this exactly what I thought. And, you know, I've even, here's a situation that helps it out. But also, I mean, at its core, it's really just about like any like even like like I said like to bring up Kickstarter again you know you're trying to get money whatever but the more popular uh, you know ideas on Kickstarter rise to the top and everyone sees them so it's like you know with a day remus the more people that look at your prototype the more people are going to look at your prototype you know and so it's just about people start commenting they start sharing it on other social networks and you know you go from having this thing that you've talked about forever that you wish was in this building to having all these people who are totally aware of it and you know you can build an energy behind it, which is gonna. To me, it's it's something to where if there are investors, you know, and as opposed to the, the process of okay, let's say you're someone with a lot of money, and you just you don't have any ideas, you just have a lot of money, you want to make more, you want to put it into urban planning and stuff. You know, where do you get your ideas from? You know, up until a day remus existed, there were a limited amount of places you got that from. But now a day remus opens that door to literally anything, which makes to me, a much safer investment. If you have a total vision, like a, a, not just like a demographic or you know research or whatever, but a real world representation of what people think about an idea and what would go somewhere. Right, so instead of just like going to the economic council of a city, you also have, you, you have a way to like see what the voices of, of an area would, would, want, would want from that area. Um, you know, I think, it goes even beyond like sort of the Kickstarter idea because most Kickstarters like are a pretty fully formed idea that someone's presenting. But right. um, a day remus is like really a chance for someone to say, you know, I think this is an awesome idea, but maybe another person has that 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 key element that is really what makes it viable or, or explode or whatever. And you know, I get asked all the time, well, what if I? Yeah, but wouldn't entrepreneurs not want to share their idea because are they just giving it away? And my response to that is a, is a couple layers. One is, okay, so we're building into the technology the ability to make your prototype be private. So you could share it with investors and you could keep it just between you and your collaborators and your investors. But that's really not the point of a day remus. The point of a day remus is to, is to put an idea out there and get people to engage and interact with it. And I, I once had a conversation with a guy who... Um, 
wanted to open a brick oven pizza place. And, um, you know, he, he, had, he has a very, this guy has a very good job. Uh, a very good job. And he, he was talking about he had an idea to open a brick oven pizza place. And he hadn't shared it with anybody because, he, in Rock Hill here, because he didn't want anybody to know about it because he knew it was such a good idea. Well, on the other hand, Brendan here, who opened this this place at where we're sitting at Millstone, which is a brick oven pizza place, yeah, he was sharing his idea with everybody. Right. And so what I said to my friend who said, you know, to keep it on the down low, don't tell anybody who wants to open this, I said, well, man, you know what? There's pretty much two types of people. There's people who are going to open a brick oven pizza place, and there's people who are just going to talk about it. And the people who are going to do it, they talk about it with everybody because yeah. they're so excited, come hell or high water, they want feedback because they're going to do it no matter right. what. You know, nothing's stopping them. So it's not, it's, I think it's antithetical. All right, that's probably the wrong word. It's, it's, it's not the case that people who um, have this entrepreneurial idea that they are going to want to be incredibly secretive about it. Most entrepreneurs want to tell everybody and their sister and their brother and anybody who will listen about their idea. Right. I think, you know, it's funny, as far as ideas are concerned, and ideas are some of my favorite things about, you know, existing and being human. I mean, I, ideas are so important. But ultimately, an idea is only as important as the amount of action and work that are behind it. Because if you have an idea and don't have action behind it, you don't have anything. You have absolutely nothing. You get and a lot of action from your ideas? I get a lot of action from my ideas. <laughs> and that's why I'm qualified to make this statement. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> But you know, I mean, I think that's the thing. I, I think that ideas, and it's important as we move into you know the future of, of our culture, that ideas as that kind of thing. Like, well, I've got this idea for this white hot thing. That as soon as I act on it, man, you know, blah blah blah. Like, it, it's more about like let's have let's accept that. I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in the zeitgeist, and I think that very very few things that pop into anyone's head are anything but the product of a great sort of wheel of, of thought that comes from all of us and, and, and of course you have that idea you know and, if, and if, if it's a valuable idea then even more so of course you would have this idea it's part of that zeitgeist it's part of that we've seen that with the day remus itself right right I mean we see all kinds of things popping up all over the place that's about trying to get uh, input from people about redeveloping urban spaces you know and what your community could become uh, help us create it kind of stuff I was going to ask Chris about uh, Zeitgeist because um, are you one of those people that believes that when you have an idea, when you're creating something, you don't believe that you're actually creating it, you're just finding it, like in the, it's there, you're just finding it? Well, first of all, we have to be, we have to be careful here because I believe a lot of embarrassing <laughs> things. So it's never safe to ask me on public record what I believe because I'm very much like the, uh, the, uh, Alice in Wonderland thing, believing all the unbelievable things, because I do, and I, I absolutely believe that. I believe that if you have a great idea, it's only because you were paying attention. I don't think that there's, I don't think that people have, and all of my favorite people who have ever existed, all my heroes are people who have great ideas. That I, I personally value that over everything else, but I think that great ideas are the product of paying attention and connecting seemingly unconnected things and just being sharp. And yes, I think you actually absolutely pluck them out of this great sort of river of of course. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, and the yeah. best ideas are of course, you know? I right, mean like right. well, and, no, I don't want to get off on too much of a right, tangent, right, but right. I was just I was just <laughs> wondering about that. A great tangent. I, I actually think um, I like when you said connections 
um, that are made because I think that truth itself comes from a connection that's made. It's, a, it's, a, it's an experience. And I think an idea is an experience and then you manifest it in some way. But I don't, uh, I, I don't um, connect as well with the whole analogy of that the that you actually pull the idea down like a Plato-esque kind of. Like I, I think that it's um, it's hard for me. Or was that Aristotle? I can't remember. But anyway, okay, Plato. Yeah, I, I I feel like that I am that it's a give and take. I feel like I am participating in the creation of it too. Not just that I happen to be the one that pulled a fully formulated idea out of the ether. You know. It didn't exist like you're participating in its existence. It's happening. It's like electrons firing. You know what I mean? It's like it's happening in that moment. So it's partially me, and it's partially the zeitgeist. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's luck. You know, I mean, I like as a storyteller, as a you know, I write uh, screen screenplays and I write prose. And oh yeah, way to drop that in there, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, by and the way, uh, if you want to contact so, me, at, um, yeah. Um, so I was hanging out with Ben Affleck last yeah. week, and I was like, Ben, don't let him get you down about the Batman thing. He's very upset. You're like, Ben, don't make him, you don't have to shave a beard just to be Batman. Like, you can be Batman with a beard. It can totally work. So then I turned to Nicholson. It's Jack Nicholson. I call him Nicholson. I'm just kidding. Um, But anyways, no, I mean, I can't tell you how many ideas that I've had have been because I misread a word or, you know, this thing happened that was like, that just put, it was a connection. It was just this thing that I saw. And it it has nothing to do with me being so incredibly smart that I, I... found an idea out of the ether it's just that I was paying attention and you know made a connection and, and it's but and it but it's it's if I had never misread that word if I'd never been in front of that thing that motivated me I wouldn't have had that idea so it really is just quote-unquote luck or however you want to put it you know so so okay so regardless of your perspective on uh, where ideas come from <laughs> um, what did they Remus is about ideas it absolutely is about ideas and it's about that, I mean, it's about ideas in a bigger way than just saying it's about ideas. I know that sounds funny, but like, it's not just like, okay, you've got an idea, you've got an idea, and I'm gonna put them on this website and hopefully people will look at them. The website itself will create these connective moments exactly. where new ideas are spawned. Because, you know, I've already, I had a, um, a meeting with a group of uh, MBA students that are wanting to open a co-work space. And they were looking at opening it in this uh, large space where um, they were going to have to put up a bunch of money uh, every month to have this large space because it's a lot of money. And they're going to open a co-work space, which wouldn't be wonderful for downtown Rock Hill. Well, uh, the problem is is that they don't have the money to start that way. they got to get all the clients lined up and everything. So the idea that I, I heard of, and I just came up with an idea while we were hanging out, and it was, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't my idea. It was kind of a back and forth between the group. Well, what if they rented one of these little spaces out here beside the market and they formed a relationship with the chamber where they could use their boardroom and they formed a relationship with the hive to use it as a classroom. And so all of a sudden, anybody who pays rent gets access to the hive and access to the chamber's boardroom. And so they don't have to provide them with a boardroom and a classroom and everything and cover that overhead. So now they're totally rewriting their their business strategy around co-work because of that one little idea. And I happened to just, Chris, to your credit, I happened to just be paying attention. Yeah. I was just listening to them and I was looking around. And it was because I happened to be sitting right here yeah. where I'm looking out the window and seeing the space yeah. that I was recommending. And I was like, dude, why don't you just do that space? You know, and that's what a day remus is all about. People can just chime in and add a little value and it could be a game changer. Yeah. 
That's a great idea. And it also has the model for growth because once they have enough clients, then they can move into a bigger space. So, yeah. so a day remus would be the place where they would put forward their idea for co-work. They would identify a building and say, we're going to put it here. And somebody would chime in and say, hey, have you ever thought about putting it over here? And they're like, well, I don't understand how that makes sense. There's not enough room. And you say, well, what if you partner with these people and these people? And then somebody else chimes in and says, you know what? I know the president of the chamber. I could talk to him and see what he thinks. You know, and then all of a sudden, that guy, that might be the only thing that guy ever says on a day remus, that he knows the president of the chamber and he's going to look this up. But it could be the absolute piece that makes the whole thing work. Exactly. Right. It's, yeah, it's ultimately, it's, it's, it's another, that's what you're saying about, you know, ideas to be shared. It's, it's not going to hurt that idea, you know? I mean, this, it's going to help it grow. It's it, can gonna, only, it can only help. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're, you're gonna have people that are gonna help you make that thing become real. You're gonna have people that say things that make you look at it in a new way. Um, a day remus itself, Jason had one idea that came from a particular place, but now, you know, however many, was it two years? Two I guess years two, later. two, two years. years later, it's gone in like so many different directions and so many doors have opened up about how how a day remus could be used, you know, I mean, the site itself that's true of, you know, we, we started thinking about how, even though at its core it's really about, you know, seeing an empty building and saying, well, here's what's the best thing that could go in that building, but it's also about, exist, you know, existing properties. You can go on there and find an existing property and say, man, I wish this place did this and did that, you know, and it doesn't, even, doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's mean-spirited and that you're criticizing a property. You could just be having suggestions to places that exist already, and the people that own it could take those things to heart. If they get on there and there's, you know, hundreds of people saying, oh my God, that they should totally offer thing X at that place, then that place is going to, it's going to affect the way they do it, you know, or even, uh, it doesn't even, even if it's so, you know, like the idea of, well, this is my cupcake business I want to have. But it's everything from that to, and on the surface, I think for a lot of people when they first look at it, that's probably where their head goes. It's like, oh, well, this is for people that want to have a small business or, or whatever. But the opportunity is there for literally anything. And, and even considering, like, I mean, the other day I was, like, over in front of the theater here in Rock Hill. I constantly walk by. There's an empty, it used to be Harry and Jeans. It used to be kind of a, a, a slightly upscale kind of a dinner place. And, and I thought, you know what would be awesome? There's, like, a Jason's Deli, like, they have in Pineville. And like, I mean, I could go into a day remus and make a Jason's Deli, which has no, I would have no part in that if that actually succeeded, if people liked it. But it would give voice to this, that would be perfect right there, you know? Well, that's like when um, <clears throat> Jimmy John's moved downtown Rock Hill. The guy who opened it, Tyler, I met with him and his mother, and they were talking about, they were looking at some places out on Cherry Road. And just as a, just because I'm such a, you know, constant advocate for downtown, I was just like, oh, y'all should be downtown. Well... I just, I mean, I was having a drink, and I just got introduced to them by my uncle, and that's the only involvement I had with it at all. Well, next thing I know, I ran into them downtown. They had the franchise people from Jimmy John's had flown them in. They had them downtown Rock Hill. They were at McHale's having a beer, and I walked in. I saw them. I'm like, hey. They were like, yeah, we're looking at downtown. I'm like, no way. Yeah, and so it just, it's just little moments like that, and then now here they have a Jimmy John's downtown Rock Hill, and it's insanely successful. And that's the sort of thing you want to, like, recreate in a day remus online like that those moments those moments is what we're trying to create right and, and you have that public you have someone who's there like if jimmy johns looked at rock hill completely you know with no information in front of them other than numbers they may be, they may very well have said well let's go to cherry road but like you know you and i both know as people who have been from rock hill for a very long time that it was a much smarter move to come downtown and numbers might not have shown them that Dude, you're exactly right it took them flying here and hanging out here and going to McHale's and hanging out on main street and 
you know, seeing what was going on, seeing the potential of what's gonna be here. Well, the day Remus can create that because all of the people going on saying, oh my God, have you also, this would be great because have you also heard about this? And oh, I definitely eat there and I'd walk there every day. Versus if you just, like you said, look at the numbers, you can't see that. Genius. So um, Mike had just uh, pointed numbers at me. I don't think numbers are a very good basis for making decisions about... Apparently they're a good basis for making decisions on how long your podcast should go. Right, yeah. <laughs> Mike, I think we should try to explain to you that we don't like numbers. We aren't about numbers, bro. Dude, man. You should totally quit with the numbers. You're, quit being the man, Micah. <laughs> so, um... You're like the North Korea of podcasts. <laughs> of, of ombudsmen. If that's what you are. And we're like the Australian outback of podcasts. You know, because we got dingoes and <laughs> did, didgeridoos. <laughs> we, maybe we have a 21-minute podcast. Maybe we do. Because I don't know what else to say. Uh, okay, so I'll wrap it up here. Should I do one of these things? Okay, did I help you? Okay, so, you know, basically... The zeitgeist. No, I'm just kidding. So um, basically, a day remus is the ability for people to participate in the development of their own community, share their ideas, um, describe the potential use of space, um, and just just participate. You know, it's so hard for us that do participate because we have somehow been given access to the inner workings and. And therefore, we've been in some way allowed to, to kind of have a voice in developing our community uh, with city council and different things that we do. It's hard for us to, to get everybody else included, you know. We, we tried. Again, we have these forums that nobody shows up to and on and on. So I'm just so happy to see that a day Remus is, is becoming a tool. It was an idea at first, and then it's become like Frankenstein's monster. It's gotten bigger and better and more awesome. And now it is truly a platform where anyone, anywhere, can describe what they would like to see happen in their own community. And therefore, it's a very powerful tool that could really change the way people interact with their, the community around them. So I hope you'll take the time to check it out. And um, Robin, I appreciate you joining us today on the podcast. It's a pleasure having you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And I guess we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. You, you want to jump? Do you, like you jump? do you guys want to jump? Might as well. Might as well. Go ahead.